Gentlemen, gentlemen, the officer asked me to tell you that you're overloading that boat. Then can you tell me if there's a good restaurant or hotel on the island? Yeah, you walk straight ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all gonna die. Okay. Lindsay, uh, what? prepare yourself for oh, the start of the show. Are we podcasting now? We are ready. You, I didn't know how many you had done the test and everything. I did like three of them. Oh well. Hi, everybody. Hello. We're both kind of tired. Yes, we are. But it's okay, because we watched Jaws. Yay. Robotic Shark. From 1975. Yes. What number on our list is this, Jeffrey? Um, We are number 40. Well, we're number 47 episodes. What number on the list is this? I don't care about what number episode it is. You don't Even give though, a shit. Like the last episode, I specifically you told me said, stop. We, we don't care. We're not paying attention it's, anymore. It's, it's number fifty-six. Okay. On the list. I thought it was somewhere in there. Yes, we are number fifty-six on the Yay. list of the top one hundred films of all time. Yes. We are almost at fifty. 50. Oh my! We're gonna God. do a video podcast for fifty, apparently. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. are we gonna do that? We're gonna record it. How? Like we normally would record stuff. Okay. We have a video camera. I know, and a tripod. It's yeah, fine. we'll Weird. do it. Ugh. It's cool. No worries. It'll be an awesome, amazing, so maze balls episode would be the correct Amaze terminology. Balls. Well, uh, describe more about the movie. It's Jaws. Yeah. It's from 1975. Well, I mean... It's directed by Steven Spielberg. There you go. So this is it's our... It's rated PG. It's two hours and four minutes long. This is our third Spielberg, Spielberg movie. Because we were discussing that off uh, mic that we did Save Your Private Ryan. Ryan. And then we did Raiders. And, and now, now we're doing Jaws. Jaws. And we have at least one more. At least, if not more than that. I'm pretty sure. Yo, is E.T. on the list? Oh, actually, yes, I think it is. So at least... Five? So there's five Steven Spielberg films yeah. on this list. I will look that up. Give okay. me summaries. Um... When a gigantic great white shark begins to menace the small island community of Amity, a police chief, a marine scientist, and a grizzled fisherman set out to stop it. Good definition. My personal summary, that shark is a jerk. <laughs> it's true. The shark is kind of a And there dick. was lots of shrieking and me saying I'm going to die because <laughs> I don't go in the ocean. And I'm actually kind of afraid of lakes, too. Never go There's in the ocean. big... Big. I no. think that's a... After gravity, we don't go in space ever. Mm-hmm. And then after Jaws, we don't go in the ocean. Logical, logical. I mean, I and as I you was, you have said that word a lot today. Logical? By the way, yes. I don't mean to. I'm trying new terms. I'm just saying, you've said it a lot. Today. I, I am. I, I, you know, trying new things <gasps> with everything. You, she just didn't. <gasps> Lizzie just didn't randomly breathe. No, breathe I'm cleaning out. my glasses. She's cleaning her glasses like an old grandma. Fuck you, dude. And there's your explicit tag. This has oh. an 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb and a 79 Metascore. We haven't this had is a our first Metascore in a while. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that. I was actually just going to bring that up, that it seems like it's been a long time. What did you think of the movie? I love this movie. Mm-hmm. This is honestly the first time I've seen it from beginning, from opening credits to end credits all the way through. I had seen the whole movie and yep. like we came in after the Kittner boy die or gets eaten. I've come in there. I've come in when they're in the, they're looking for the shark and then the head comes out of the hole in the boat. I've been, started it from where they are on the boat talking about their scars. I yep. mean, I've never seen it from the beginning. In fact, there's a part in the very, very beginning 
they'd never seen. Oh, when he walks Not into when the, he's in the hardware, the hardware store. store. Yeah, I've never supplies. seen that stuff. Yeah, I. Th- you know what? I. It. I like it. It's a good movie. I don't. You know. You I, don't love Jaws. I don't love Jaws. I don't love it. Okay. I think it's a really good movie. I really do like it, but I just don't love Jaws. Okay. I love the first. See, here's the problem. I. I do you like, think it drags in the middle? I think it drags a little okay. bit in the middle, and. My thing is, I love that they don't show the shark for so long. You did say this. But then I'm worried that, I like, then they just flat out show it so much. They do. And one. And I almost feel like that brings it a... I just, it, I don't know. I don't know if it's because I know it's obviously not a real shark, and I don't know if it's as I know all the history or the problems with the shark and stuff like that, but I just... It, it almost took me out of it. I liked, I love the ending. I love the whole, you know, it... Spoilers! It attacking the boat. This and is stuff outside like that. the spoiler. I know, range. I know. I just can't help it. I always do that now. Um, spoilers! Like, I like the whole Rare. it attacking the boat and them going yeah. like. I, I like, like the that. scene where it just like shoot, like it goes shoop behind yeah. Roy Scheider. Yeah. Or like you see it go by and then Roy Scheider is in the camera. He like just literally like pops up out of nowhere and he's like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" Like I like that. I I love I love that those quick glances, but it almost kind of bugs me that they show it almost too much in the end i almost would have i don't know how they would have cut it differently i honestly don't i know because i feel like it's like anything else you you hint at it for so long and then you have to pay off and you have to actually see it so i don't know what they would do differently but i mean it yeah i love i like the movie i really do like it i just don't love jaws right sadly i grew up watching jaws 3d a lot not on my only seen this one They, they get worse as they go. Jaws 3D, it deals with his kids, like the uh, Brody's kids. Right. Who have to protect, like, there's a shark, there's a great white shark that starts attacking a SeaWorld attraction. <laughs> yeah. And it's in 3D, so of course it was it was the early days of 3D, so like, the shark would come towards this sheet of glass and would break the glass and the glass would like fly in 3D at you and it was so terribly done. I may also direct our listeners <sighs> to uh, a podcast on the Earwolf Network yes. known as How Did This Get Made where they discuss Jaws 4. Yes. Celebrate some failures. <laughs> the same I, I song, turned, How Did This Get Made. I turned Lizzie on to How Did This Get Made. <laughs> well no, it's... I had to start listening to How Did This How Did how did this get made? Yes. Because James Bonding was off the air for so long. It yep. was off for like a month. Phoebe hasn't updated in like a month. Mm-hmm. I You needed another podcast. I needed another podcast. <laughs> because there's only so many episodes of The Nerdist that I haven't listened to that yeah. I actually want to listen to. I think I have 10 back episodes. So that's what, for me and the amount of driving I do, that's about a week's worth of podcasts. Mm-hmm. If they're an hour apiece and listen to a half an hour out, just going half an hour back in, and longer on days like where I come out to do the podcast, because right. it's another like 20 minutes of my driving it's just like yeah and i kind of fell out of love with smodcast i mean i'll get back into it eventually but i got i hit a weird point where i'm just like <laughs> but yeah if you want to hear a couple people three people to be exact make fun of or talk about how terrible a movie jaws the revenge is <laughs> check out how did this get made it's on there it's fine it's very explicit don't don't expect it not to be explicit but it's it's funny it's funny just to listen to these three Trust, people if you're listening to this apart. you probably don't have a problem with things that are explicit because yeah, I'm pretty true. sure I've said fuck like three times already well you were really earning that explicit tag this around this time episode <laughs> okay here's the thing school has started again you're angry no I'm not angry <laughs> it's that when when field study starts yeah. I'm gonna be around kids and I can't swear for like uh, half my day 
I got so you. So it builds up and then it just kind of just goes, blah, 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 and lots of bad words come out all at once. My road rage gets real bad too. It's not good. Ooh, Great. should not have shook my head like that. Well, while okay. you recover from being dizzy, um, let me move on That's to... That's not good. I have no reason for being dizzy. I'm paranoid I'm getting the flu now because Colin's getting the flu. Oh, you're not Colin getting the flu. Colin has the flu. Well, I haven't seen Colin in almost two weeks, so, so I'm not, not getting, getting the flu. flu. Though someone at school is sick from the flu and they've been at school and I was around them last week and now I'm paranoid. It's okay. Continue. Well, while Lindsay's sick... Uh, sick. I'm a hypochondriac. Yes. While she sinks into her... <laughs> Fear of being <laughs> flu-ridden. Let me do my awards and technology quickly. Okay. And then we'll come back and we'll do the trivia of the Trivia is really long. So just I'm up. just going to talk like okay, this. Okay, and I'm going to punch you in the face. I will punch myself first. Okay. I will punch myself I still have to first. watch Supernatural when I get home. I am just going to talk like this. No, so this film for like awards Kermit's section. Kermit's grandpa? Not Kermit. It's, uh, it's, uh, there's a comedian that talks oh. like that. Anyways, uh, so the awards What did I say movie. about not dawdling? I'm not dawdling. <laughs> no, I'm talking about myself. <laughs> oh yeah, it's true. All right, so the Academy Award, or the awards for this section, this or this movie, this movie had uh, 26 uh, wins and nominations. Out of the 26, four were Oscars. Uh, it was nominated for, but did not win. Okay. Best picture. Oh, what did it lose to? It lost to. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. I- this Is this film, something we've run into yes, before? Yes, it was, because this film, Jaws, was released same year and went up against for Best Picture as Nashville. Okay. So it that's why we already mentioned this is that because it okay. was it's that same year as right. a movie. I'm from like, why does why ago. is everything why is everything always lose to one flew over the cuckoo's nest? Oh yeah. Everything in the seventies lost to, to one, one flew over, over the cuckoo's, cuckoo's nest. nest. Which Nothing isn't for a while yet on our list, I don't think. Um the other ones that it was nominated for but did not win, or actually, but it did win. Yes. So the ones that it was nominated but did win for was Best Sound. Okay. Best Film Editing. Okay. And then Best Music, Original Dramatic Score right. from and John I have a Williams. Trivia. I have a trivia fact about that. Yep. It's pretty funny. And then uh, also, oh, he uh, John Williams also won a Golden Globe for the same thing. So oh, I just okay. saw that really quick. And actually... Uh, Yes. Uh, and then the other thing was the film was entered into the National Film Registry Yay! in 2001. Okay. So it did make it. So over 10 years ago. Over 10 Almost years ago. Almost 15 years ago. Um, real quick. Real quick. We're going to talk about the technology. Yay. Real quick. Real quick. Um, I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail on it because I'm pretty positive I made a quick comment about it during Goodfellas because you can see it in there. And okay. when we come to Vertigo, I'm going to have to talk a lot more about it because that's Yay, actually Vertigo. the film that happens in. There's the thing called the Spielberg shot is what a lot of people kind of given it like a unofficial secondary name for it. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock actually used it first in the film Vertigo. You've probably seen it before. If you go onto the website, I have a GIF, an animated GIF of the uh, the a shot. GIF? <laughs> it's a G. It's, not it's a, a GIF. GIF. <laughs> um, if you go on the website, you'll see the animated GIF of it uh, from this from the scene we're talking about in this film. Uh, there's also a I think like an eight or ten minute documentary that I put on there, which is a which is a like a supercut of twenty three of like the best examples okay. of this shot in movies. So you can check that out as well. But what it is is when when watching the movie, it's when the the a character in the foreground either stays stationary or the camera gets closer to him. Meanwhile, the background seems to stretch away or 
suck in towards them. And it looks like it should be done as a special effect shot, like they would just did something in green screening and they faked that to make the look the background look like it's stretching away or coming in. But in right. reality, what it is, is the camera is uh, either starting farther away from the subject and is zoomed in. And then what happens is as the camera moves closer to the object, they zoom out from the from the character. So what this does is it it changes the perspective and the way that the lens refracts the light okay. and the image, and that's what causes the image. Or they do it in reverse. So like I said, it's really hard to describe it, but watch it on the website and watch the the video that I posted as well, just because it is it is a cool effect. And Spielberg used it, Alfred Hitchcock used it, a lot of people have used it since then. I think they used it in the Ghostbusters in one scene in a different context, but mm-hmm. usually what it, it it gives this really cool looking effect, and we've tried it. Numerous times to recreate it, right? Um, and it's it's really difficult because you have to move the camera either forward or towards or away from the subject as you zoom out or in, and you have to do them at the same speed. Otherwise, things they don't look, look right. Like it doesn't give that effect. So it's a very precise camera move that you have to do and it's a very it's it's a really cool dramatic effect that's all done in camera there's no special effect to it it's just zooming out and moving in and or vice versa so so that was the technology yes those hand motions <laughs> that Lindsay is so continuing tired. to do well Lindsay, move on to your technology trivia i did technology trivia move your brought move to you by the trivia. girl yogurt that jamie lee curtis uses to poop so I've been watching a lot of community lately. The episode where Annie moves into Troy and Abed's and they do the the shadow puppet show yeah, for her. Yeah. Troy goes, brought to you by the girl yogurt that Jamie Lee Curtis uses to poop. <laughs> I was so confused as to why we were suddenly having a Well, I said trivia and activia is the name of that yogurt. Yeah. That, yeah. There was a thought there was process. A, there was a connection there. I see it. That's on my head. The Mind similar. Palace was at work. The, the Mind Palace. Well, use your Mind Palace and read off some of that trivia. All right. <sighs> trivia. So the mechanical shark spent most of the movie broken down and was unavailable for certain shots. This led Steven Spielberg to use the camera as the shark and the film from the shark's and film from the shark's point of view. Many think that this added to the chilling, haunting quality in the final release, saying that it would have made it too cheesy had they shown the shark as much as they originally planned. And I will agree. I think that's my problem. I think that's honestly my problem with the second half is that you see the shark too much. I right. love not seeing the shark. That is so creepier. I love it. So the next piece of trivia is the one I have to say for the end. So yes. So remind me to go back. Yes. According to Carl Gottlieb, the line, you're going to need a bigger boat, was not scripted but improvised by Roy Scheider yes. to make up for the fact that I fucked it up in an earlier episode. What movie was it that he was in? I don't even remember. I'll have to look that back up. Back it up and look. Keep going. Uh, John Williams conducted the orchestra during the 1976 Academy Awards, and so when it was announced that he had won the Oscar for Best Score, he had to run up to the podium to accept his Oscar and then run back to continue conducting the orchestra. <laughs> That's got to suck, you know? They'd be like, oh, wait, crap. Oh. So you know, the nice thing is, he would not have been played off. He would not have been cut nope. short by the music because nope. he's the freaking conductor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. So, in addition to the well-known nickname of Bruce, Steven Spielberg also called the shark the great white turd <laughs> when he got really frustrated with the troublesome animatronic fish. Fish? Fish? Fish. 
Robert, tough words today. We're having so many of them. I'm so tired. French Connection. That was the movie oh, that we referred okay. to as wrong. Roy name. Schneider. Yep. Roy Schneider. Not Roy Schneider. Roy Scheider. <laughs> Robert Shaw could not stand Richard Dreyfus, and they argued all the time, which resulted in some good tension between Hooper and Quint. Uh, sorry, there's yeah. going to be a little bit of random. Sorry, I was blocking uh, or like blank space because there's a lot of trivia and I'm not going to read all of it because I will die before we get through all you of know, it. You know, usually I try to like banter comment and comment it. while you're looking for your next one. I, I admit I completely just spaced out for that this one. This is what we get for having beer at dinner <laughs> and not soda. I don't know. I don't know. We didn't oh, have yeah, caffeine little, at dinner and we had beer. I am a little, I'm a little tired. Sleepy. Tired. Tired. More tired. Than I elf. It was really hard to say or type the word twelfth. Twelfth. I've never typed the word twelfth. Tw. T W. Elf. Th. Th. Welcome to the Jaws podcast, where we teach you how to spell out the word twelfth. During pre-production, Spielberg, accompanied by his friends Martin Scorsese and George Lucas and John Millis. I'm assuming that's how you say it because it's M I L I U S. Millius? Yeah, I'm saying Mil- Millis. Millis? Yeah, Millis. Millis. Yeah. I'd say that. Millius, something like that. Visited the effects shop where Bruce the shark was being constructed. Lucas stuck his head in the shark's mouth to see how it worked, and as a joke, Millius and Spie- Spielberg sneaked to the controls. I should say snuck to the controls and made the jaw clamp shut on Lucas's head. Unfortunately, and rather prophetically, considering the later technical difficulties of production would suffer, the shark malfunctioned and Lucas got stuck in the mouth of the shark, (laughs) where I think some people may have preferred he had been left. When Spielberg and Milius were finally able to free him, the three men ran out of the workshop, afraid they had done major damage to the creature. I shouldn't have said that because he hadn't done Star Wars yet. I was going to say, he had not done Star Wars yet. Preview audiences screamed when the head of a shark of a shark victim appears in the hole in the bottom of the boat. Spielberg reshot the scene in editor Verna Field's swimming pool because he wanted them to scream louder. <laughs> I actually, I, I, I knew that scene was coming up. I knew that shot was coming up, but I couldn't remember where it was mm-hmm. in the movie. And I even jumped because it's, and again, a lot of it is the music. But you only think if you pull the score out away from that, that scene wouldn't be half as, no. wouldn't make you jump half as much. Well, look there's also a scream in it, too. Yeah, look at that. Spielberg, the yeah. originator of the jump scare. Not yep. the originator. Don't quote me on that. People, stop it. Okay? I'm Internet, not... calm down. Calm down. I... When joking. it was initially released in the summer of 75, over 67 million Americans went to see the movie, making it the first summer blockbuster. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Tentpole movie. Do, 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 do. Roy Scheider stated in an interview that in the scene when Lee Fierro, who plays Mrs. Kittner, smacks him in the face, she was actually hitting him. Apparently, the actress could not fake a slap, so the multiple takes were some of the most painful of Scheider's acting career. Don't. <laughs> Let's see. What's Sorry, I'm, I'm... No, that's cool. I was just going to look up online to see what the uh, total uh, total box office gross was going to be for the film. Author Peter Benchley was thrown off the set after objecting to the climax of the movie. Is it different than the book? I don't know. I've never read the book. Because, again, yes, for those of you guys who don't know, this is based upon a book. I have, remember I remember seeing a copy of it in someone's collection and skimming through it when I was really young, but I didn't understand the movie or the book. 
<laughs> Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts, was used to, used as Amity Island primarily because even 12 miles out to sea, the sandy bottom was only 30 feet down, allowing the mechanical shark to function. Residents were paid $64 to scream and run across the beach as extras. Oh, that's cool. After the shark was built, it was never tested in the water, and when it was put in the water in Martha's Vineyard, it sank straight to the ocean floor, and it took a team of divers to retrieve it. <laughs> How do you let that tiny detail go by? How do you not test it in the water first? With uh. the schedule ballooning from 52 days of shooting yeah. to 155 days of shooting. He tripled. Steven Spielberg had to juggle Universal's impossible deadlines, an unfinished script, chaotic conditions off Martha's Vineyard, and a belligerent actor in Robert Shaw. On the last day of shooting, Spielberg wore the mo- his most expensive clothes to deter a dunking from the mutinous crew. As soon as the shot was captured, he jumped in a speedboat and sped toward shore- sped shoreward yelling, I shall not return. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Spielberg is really known to take a holiday when his film is to premiere. I would. He doesn't, like, he, he goes to Hawaii and he just, or, like, goes to some island somewhere and just hides away from everything to stay out of the limelight for a bit. Uh, yes. Producers have said that had they read the book more than once, they would have known ahead of time that there would be problems filming the movie and thus wouldn't have made it. jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Robert Shaw was facing tax problems, and if he was, um, sorry, the tax problem Robert Shaw was facing was that if he spent more than a certain amount of time in the U.S., he could face a tax liability, because he's not a U.S. citizen, he's British. I'm sure it had something to do with, you know, his getting paid in the United States for acting, whatever. Right, right. To circumvent that, Shaw was flown from Canada on his day, flown to Canada on his days off. <laughs> no, I did say circumvent. Yeah. On purpose. Why? Because that's what Job says oh. in Arrested Development. Instead of circumvent, Sir- circumvent. Circumvent. It's when he thinks Michael is going to Mexico. That's right. He's going to circumvent. In fact, sometimes when I see the word circumvent, I can't say it. I, ha- I it say circumvent. <laughs> Three mechanical bruises were made, each with specialized functions. One shark was open on the right side, the one was open on the left side, and the third was fully skinned. Each shark cost approximately $250,000 in 1975. How much? 250000 290 250 All right, let me look that up. Peter Benchley has mentioned that if he had known about the actual behaviors of sharks, he would have never written the book. <laughs> Brody's dog in the movie was actually Steven Spielberg's real dog named Elmer. That's the second movie we've had where someone's actual dog has been in the movie. Oh, so just about a million dollars. Tommy Johnson was the tuba player whose ominous sounds announced the shark's arrival. Which is why there's several, there's a poster by a uh, website called Tone Deaf Comics, mm-hmm. who I've met the the comic who, or the, the artist of it does a comic and he has a poster that he sells that's the Jaws poster but it's a tuba that looks like a shark. Like it's a tuba with a shark mouth <laughs> yeah. coming up. That's cool. Yeah. I like you that. can buy it. It's fun. I might get it when I have my own my own um classroom. As of 2013, Richard Dreyfus is the only living member of the Hunter Trio. Ah, that's a good point, actually. I just realized that. Quint's boathouse was set was boathouse. 
Quint's boathouse set was built in Martha's Vineyard on an abandoned lot. The city council made the production crew sign an agreement to demolish it after filming and replace everything exactly as it, ha- as it had been right down to the litter on the ground. <laughs> Weird. The lighthouse in the film near the beach is an actual lighthouse on Martha's Vineyard where the filming took place. Because of the billboard in the scene, the lighthouse had to be moved with special effects in post-production. Hmm. In the actual Jersey Beach shark attacks of 1916, which Hooper mentions in the film, the sequence of attacks is similar to that of the film. A swimmer in the surf, a dog, a boy, and the leg of a man in a tidal slaw. Uh, This was the first movie to reach the coveted 100 million mark in theatrical rentals, which is about 45% of the box office gross. It was the highest grossing film of all time in the U.S. until A New Hope. Oh. In 1977. You know, that's just like a dick move. Because it's just but like. But they're friends. So I know. Okay. So, you know, I guess if there's anybody who's going to beat your record, it would be, it should be your best friend. But then at that same point, I feel like you think that's why uh, Spielberg made like Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's like, oh, so you're going to beat my record? Screw you. We're going to make Raiders. <laughs> I mean, we're going to make it together, yeah. but we're going to make Raiders now. <laughs> um, the scene where the head pops out from under the boat was not originally scripted. Spielberg says he got greedy after he saw the preview audience's reaction to the scene where the junk- shark jumps out behind Brody's head and wanted one more scare. So that yeah, fuck moment. <laughs> Love it. I also found a listing of some of the differences between the book and the movie that we will briefly discuss. Okay. Because it might be some, this might be an interesting section to talk about if there is a book, if we if we can find any information about what right. the differences would be between it. Okay, here's the thing, everybody. I'm going to read like two more. Okay. And then you can read the rest on your own because there's a lot of them. First, the famous slap scene was done in 17 takes. Wow. And in several interviews, Lee Fierro stated that in one of the takes, she slapped Roy Scheider so hard his glasses fell off. Jeez. And then don't forget your first one. I won't. Okay. The first shark killed on the docks, which was supposed to be the man-eater in the movie, is actually a real shark killed in Florida because there wasn't a big enough one on Martha's Vineyard. Oh, wow. So they killed So it was a real shark. It was a real shark. Because I said, that's a really good fake shark. (laughs) Oh, that would be, okay. uh, that'd be why. <laughs> it, um, it did kind of look fake in some of those shots, but at the same time, I guess not. I guess that does make sense. Robert Shaw didn't earn any money from this movie because he was facing heat from the IRS for tax evasion due to working in countries as diverse as the U.S., Canada, and Ireland. He had to forego his salary to make sure the uh, IRS didn't get him. So he basically did this movie for free. Yep. Wow. That's got to suck. I mean... Most of the film was shot handheld, as that was the best way to countermand the ocean swell. Makes sense. And I have two more. An accident during filming caused the orca to begin sinking. Steven Spielberg began screaming over a bullhorn for the nearby safety boats to rescue the actors. John R. Carter, already up to his knees in water on the sinking orca, held his Nagra tape recorder up over his head, screaming, Fuck the actors, save the sound department. (laughs) During the accident, the film camera was submerged, so its film, still submerged in seawater, was flown to a New York film lab where technicians were able to save the film. The accident is described starting at an hour and 30 minutes and 7 seconds in The Making of Jaws on the 30th anniversary edition of the DVD. And my last piece of trivia. Yep. Several decades later, Lee Fierro, who I've mentioned several times, who plays Mrs. Kittner, who's in the movie for literally like 30 seconds to a minute. And she's come up several times. Okay. (laughs) She walked into a seafood restaurant and noticed that the menu had an Alex Kittner sandwich. 
She commented she had played his mother many years ago. The owner of the restaurant ran out to meet her, none other than Jeffrey Voorhees, who had played her son. They hadn't seen each other since the original movie shoot. (laughs) You told me that piece of trivia, and I thought that was a really cool piece of trivia. So basically, Mm -hmm. after all those years, she randomly goes into a restaurant owned by the kid. And that's why that was on the the menu, I'm assuming, because he named it after... Of course, himself. Himself. So, that's cool. Yeah, cool that's uh, that's cool the news. end of my trivia. You can read the rest of it if you want to. Let me, um, so I found real quick online, there's uh, Empire Online did do the 13 key differences between Jaws the book and Jaws the film. Okay. Um, I won't do them all, mm-hmm. but basically the, the gist is, is that uh, instead of Brody and his wife having a good marriage, they constantly fight. Okay. Uh, Brody's wife, Ellen, has an affair with Hooper. I knew that. Yep. I knew that. Not in the book. Or it's not in the movie, but it's no, in the book. No, I think I knew that. Um, What was the other couple? There's like one or two other ones. Oh, uh, Brody tries to strangle Hooper on the deck due to suspicions of the affair. Okay. But in reality, Brody, in the movie, Brody edges out to the bow of the boat so that Hooper can take the picture. So during that sequence, that's when in the book okay. they were actually fighting. Um, I'm going to kill you! Um, let's see here. Where was a couple of the other ones? Oh, there was one more. Oh, uh, Hooper was actually killed in the shark cage. Oh! In the book. Not, I hope I'm not spoiling the book. It's, again, spoilers Spoiler in the book. Spoiler rule you're out of yeah. range. Instead of, uh, but he survived in the movie. Right. And then, uh, Quint is killed by drowning. He's not eaten by the shark. He's dragged That under... must be what the author didn't like. He's dragged underwater after harpooning the shark and his foot gets caught in the rope. Oh. So he, he harpoons That's it. That's boring. The rope gets wrapped around That's it and boring. he drowns. That's boring. I like him getting eaten by the shark. I do too because it's more Smile, you and... son of a... And then uh, the shark Which dies... Which isn't Brody. The shark... Or that is Brody. <laughs> that is Brody. The, the shark dies by harpoon-inflicted wounds just as yeah, he's about he to chomp Brody. Up. He didn't get blown up. I like him getting blown up because if he was harpooned, he could have survived. True. <laughs> True. And that... That was the first for how damn tired I am right now. That was two. That was the was it two? You you already yawned once, because <laughs> I've already counted. <laughs> well, let oh, me do my it. um. Let me do my quick. Oh, and then one other little piece of trivia that I found because I asked you about this and yeah. I told you this. Yeah. Uh, the the boat the orca. Yes. Uh, as far as what anybody can tell, because people were wondering where it went after uh-huh. production, the Universal Studios sold it to one of the crew members on the movie. That crew member took it to San Pedro and he kept it in a dock and he used it privately for a handful of years. A couple years later, Universal bought it back. Right. By the way, they sold it to him for sixteen grand. Yeah, they bought it back from him for sixty grand yeah. because they realized, oh, Jaws is going to be popular. We should keep this. Mm-hmm. They bought it. They put it in the lagoon in Universal out in California, out in LA at Universal Studios. They built the Jaws attraction right around it, so it was which actually they recently out there. closed. Yes, which recently closed in both locations because. Nobody was really going on the Jaws rides stupid. anymore. I like the Jaws rides. Um, I never got to go on it. So I went on the one in Florida. I've yeah. never been on the one in, in California. Jaws I would love pops to out of the water. Um, but then what happened was, so it sat in the lagoon there for 20 right. years. Then what happened is sometime in the mid-90s, they actually wanted to restore the boat, mm-hmm. went to lift the boat out of the water so they can restore it, and the entire boat fell apart. Yep. Because it, it sat, sat in, in water, water for, 20 for 20 years, and it just fell apart. So the mm-hmm. boat is pretty much gone. However, uh, Quint's chair did sell in an auction in the last like five or six years for almost 20 grand. So just the chair that he sat yeah. in, which I mean would be cool. That would definitely be cool to have that piece of memorabilia. So, all right, let me do my 
little things, stuff, stuff and things, things with Jeff. Number one, I want a suit jacket that's with little sewn <laughs> anchors tiny all anchors over. On it. Little tiny he anchors. He has the best jacket. Number two, little known fact: sharks bleed milk. Because I did not understand that whatsoever. Three. And number three. I think three. it's the, st- the acid in his stomach. I think I is think what is what it it's is. supposed to be. Yeah. It just looks like it's... <laughs> but I look up and I go, why is that shark bleeding milk? <laughs> number three, apparently sharks can learn to fly, or at least that's what I gathered from that one shot when <laughs> yes. Brody's son is uh, is in the, in the pond. <laughs> it was floating above the water. I'm sorry. <laughs> and number four, <laughs> that's one seriously dedicated shark because it just kept going after them. I don't think a shark would be that. That shark is a jerk. It's a giant jerk of a dick. That shark is a dick. So, yes. So that is the stuff and things with Jeff. Yay. Yay. So, Lindsay. Jeffrey. What is next week's? I don't know. Amazing episode. <laughs> I have to look. Why did you put your iPad away? Do you want me to look it up? No, I can look okay. it up. So, yeah, so that was Jaws. Do you have anything uh, real you quick, need to plug real, while I'm real, looking? Real, real, real quick. Hold on. Real quick. Real quick. Um, final thoughts regarding the movie. I love this movie. You like it? Yeah. Would you definitely recommend it to other people Oh, yeah. To watch? If you haven't seen Jaws, I don't know what's wrong with you. I definitely do agree. You should, oh, duh. You should I'm watch. I'm stupid. I forgot. What... <laughs> oh, this movie dropped eight spots. Did it was it at dropped? number 48. Yep. Uh, you know, okay, so where's it on the list? So we're okay with it being in the 50s? Yeah, oh yeah. If I it gets below that, I'm going to have an issue, but... Because I feel like, well, you, okay, you obviously, you made that point that it's pretty much was one of the first summer blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool in the, it, it almost, it almost started to refine an era of filmmaking, like a style of filmmaking. Well, it's that, but what made Steven Spielberg, yeah. Steven Spielberg, because I mean... Because, as I made a comment, after this movie, it's Close Encounters, then he did 1941, then he did... Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then it's like E.T. a couple years. Like, it's this was the start of when... Oh, sorry, uh, Temple of Doom was in there before E.T. But it's the start of Yeah, E.T.'s Spielberg's number 24, era. by the way. So we have E.T., and then we have... Um, uh, uh, Schindler's uh, List. List. So we have two more Spielberg films, but they're quite a ways up. Yeah. So. And then Star Wars. But I definitely do recommend this movie. I recommend what people watching it, and I like where it's at on the list. I don't think it has to be any higher. If it was higher, yeah. that's cool. But I, it's perfectly I'm fine, fine where with it's it. at. Next week is North by Northwest. That's right. And there will most likely be a special guest on that episode. Really? Yeah. I think Gary Grant is dead. No, Colin's probably gonna be. <laughs> oh on yeah, Colin. Yeah. That's right. I forgot he wanted it. Yeah. Right, he's not still dead with the flu. He is not going to be dead. Well. <laughs> I'm worried. <laughs> so that is next week. So North by yes. Northwest, huh? Next week, when in reality, it's in like four days. You need to keep <laughs> telling people that. We're banking them. We are banking them. So Because we actually had to move this podcast that we're recording right now like a day because my homework got in the way. So... We have some episodes in the can for you folks, just yes, in we case. Do. We do. Because I will be gone for a week in well, April, so... at the point that they're listening to this, they have listened to all the ones that we've had in the can. I know, but so in case they didn't feel like listening to head. Nashville or Duck Soup or Rocky, and they skipped right to Jaws, then they know Why what's going on. Why would you on. skip Rocky? Some people... I don't know. Why would you skip Duck Soup? I don't know. Gotta fly down. I so have the sad piano music from that scene, and I just, I kept it, it's on my phone at all times. <laughs> all right, kiddos. Well, I suppose that is it. So with that, Lindsay. It's all uphill from here, folks. Yay! Yay! I this promise movie. we'll be more awake next week. Sorry. I don't think that was serious. <laughs>
I'm gonna try. <laughs> and this movie went out to Radio Raheem. Radio Raheem, wherever you are. Yep. Enjoy this fun festival music that's apparently playing right now. Yep. Thank you, Thomas. Yes. For pointing it out. Yep. We found it eventually. I'm hoping this was the piece of music. I'm almost certain it is. If it's not, we're sorry. Yeah, we were trying really close. Oh, and then really, we're really sorry. quick. On the website, the yes. last piece of media that's on there is the poster that I created a handful of years ago, my custom poster for Jaws, that right now, if you Google Jaws poster, you will see it in the search results near the top, like one of like probably the top 40 search results, along with all the other Jaws posters. I've gotten work for that. So, anybody out there who needs a movie poster done for a production, let me know, because I can definitely can do that. Can you purchase your Jaws poster? Um, Actually, I don't think you can okay. purchase the Jaws poster right now because I was keeping it for legal rights. Gotcha. But I might be able to make an exception. Just let me know if you people like it. Just shoot me a message. Is this making issues? Yes. Is it really? I'm yes. sorry. <laughs> sorry. I can hear the noise sorry. inside. It reckles up. I'm sorry. Fine. That's fine. People are just hearing this the entire time. That's cool. Okay, on the n- <laughs> most current episode of James Bonding, I wanted to. Kill I'm gonna kill Gorley. Gorley. Quit doing that. It's oh. fucking annoying. Never. Be touch more professional. The mic. Don't do this. <laughs> Did that do anything? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> That's not the right movie. I like how that's the part I sing, not the. I think that part's overdone. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm sorry. Hello, Internet Dwellers. This is Jeff Bell, president of the Ghost Hat Network, here at the end of this episode to give a quick plug about some of our other exciting shows. But wait a minute, Jeff. You have other shows? Why, yes, random listener, we do. If you head over to ghosthat.net, you can find a heap of shows we produce on a semi-regular basis. Like Super Happy Fun Time, the podcast where Colin Kirchner and myself sit one-on-one and talk movies, TV, video games, and other big things we care about. The Midnight Sleuth, a comedy detective mystery show in the style of old-time radio that follows the adventures of Midnight Sleuth and his partner, Linda Talbot, as they solve crimes, stop the bad guys, and poke fun at the source material. Famous Person Storytime, a podcast where celebrities retell their favorite nursery rhymes or fairy tales as best as they can remember it, even if that memory is completely wrong. So if you're in need of some new shows to listen to on your commute, while working out, or simply relaxing at home, be sure to head over to ghosthat.net now and subscribe to our shows. For more information about this and other projects, visit our official website at www.ghosthat.net or like us on Facebook at facebook.com ghosthat.